to another episode of OM Podcast. Today we have a really, really exciting guest. I'm so pumped to be able to have her uh, speak with us for a little bit today. We have Brittany Richardson-Watson, and she is absolutely fantastic, Um, just a core person from the OMP community, and she most recently has played a huge role in us launching and now further developing our OMP 101 camp. So welcome to the podcast, Brittany. Thank you. Super fun to be here. I like podcasts. Yay. (laughs) Um, So will you start with just telling us a little bit about how you got involved with OMP? Uh, I I really don't even know how long you've been a part of the organization. I feel like ever since I've been here, you've just kind of always been around. So (laughs) if you want to share a little bit about how you got started. Yeah. Um, so I started OMP as a camper. I went, I think they may have stuck me in a year early. I went the summer after my seventh grade year mm-hmm. in the years before junior high camps existed. And so I, I was trying to think about what year that would have been. So somewhere in the mid to late nineties, I still can't quite figure it out. And that was the first summer. And I have, I went every summer, I think all the way through college. So um, that was eight or nine summers in a row where I attended as a camper and then later as a driver. I was a youth intern during my college years at First United Methodist Church in Little Rock. And so I drove for a few years after that. And I just loved it. I loved OMP and I loved the opportunity to hang out with friends and get to know new friends and to serve my neighbor and to worship. And it was the highlight of my summer every summer. I loved it. So, yeah. That's amazing. And so how did you transition from um, like an adult camper driver role into more of um, a volunteer? I think you've done maybe some directing and a lot of working with programming and curriculum. Yeah, um, I can't remember how that transition happened. I worked, uh, I went to seminary after my college years and Mm -hmm. During those summers, um, I started to reach out to OMP in different ways. Um, You know, uh, seminary students, um, sometimes we feel like we know a lot of things. And I felt like I had a lot of important uh, things to share with OMP about, you know, theology and curriculum. And someone was kind enough to not see that as arrogant, but instead to uh, allow me to come in and offer my ideas in new ways. And so I think I started out maybe on the program committee. And I did, I worked uh, on the program staff at a camp and then later directed a camp. Uh, And uh, directing was the first time I felt like I was actually offering my best self to Ozark Mission Project because for so much uh, of the time before I, I loved OMP and I loved what it was doing, but I am not like any, in any sense of the word, like handy. I am not a particularly great like painter I um, I just really struggled with like the actual work of OMP and I never felt like I was actually giving them what I was good at. And so when I, w- I was a director, I felt like finally, this is what I'm trained to do. Like I can, I can organize people, I can motivate people, I can um, help gather people together. And uh, so that was a really powerful experience for me because I felt like finally I get to give the organization I love uh, the best part of myself uh, and not just a part of myself. And so um, at that point, I began to transition more into uh, helping out with the organization beyond just summer camps. And so I started helping out on committees and later on the board. Wow, that's amazing. And 
I don't know. I think I see this with OMP so much is that everybody has their own set of talents and gifts and Mm -hmm. then finding where you fit in the organization the best. And I mean, there there's room for uh, seriously everyone. And so it's just really neat to see um, people click into their spots. Um, It's really magical. It is. And what's really cool about it is that even if you're terrible at uh, the the mission part of it I'm not not the mission part of like reaching out in love but terrible at maybe like mowing lawns yeah uh, it's still an incredible way to spend your time uh, yeah. you still get the value of the relationship which is really the key part of OMP anyway is that being in relationship with the rest of your family group with the rest of the camp and then your neighbor as well and so I was good with that stuff but like if you asked me to paint something yeah. ugh, I think I made it through that. I know I did. I, cause I still have never mowed a lawn. Like <laughs> I was on college stuff for two years and managed to slide around without touching a lawn mower. <laughs> Not for me. You know, in my office, I think it was maybe the first or second time I drove for OMP. I was, I was an adult camper. I, um, I had a small family group. It was just me and three youth. And we, um, we're given this wheelchair ramp that they said should be like 30 or 40 feet. But when we got out there and kind of started doing all the measurements, we realized it's going to have to be closer to like 50 or 60 feet. Oh man. And I, like I said, I'm not the driver you need on a, on a <laughs> that size. And my campers were not particularly experienced either. And so we spent, I think it was four and a half days out there building this ramp. And that was all we did the entire week. Our neighbor was incredible. She would, um, she would, she would, cook us lunch every day and sit out there with us every day. And I know our college staffer was kind of frustrated because he really needed us to get to more projects, but we just weren't very good to be perfectly honest. Uh, we needed lots of help, but uh, I have the plans that my college staffer drew out for me framed in my office so oh, that I can remember that I can do anything. If I can do that, <laughs> I can do anything with God's help. And so um, that wheelchair ramp has been like a part of my call story into ministry because it allowed me to uh, realize uh, how God can work even through really, really uh, uh, unskilled hands. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. I love that that's framed. That's really good. That's really good. We should, we should encourage more people to do that. I feel like you're definitely not the only person who struggled through a project. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's really good. That's good stuff. Someone put that in the morning watch. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that kind of, you know, explains to me a little more about like your relationship with Ozark Mission Project. It sounds like you have been around for like the day you walked in the doors and um, you're seriously so committed. And that's amazing. Um, I, you know, I have been a part of the OMP 101 camps the past two summers. But I, you know, I I showed up as an intern and the first summer I kind of, um, you know, built these little, the food pantries, um, I bit off way more than I could chew, struggled through that with, you know, a ton of fourth and fifth graders. The next summer, you know, I was there again, but I never really thought to ask the question of like, who came up with this? How did it come to be? I mean, I pretty much walked in, it was kind of ready to go. So I'd like to hear more about um, the creation of this and um, kind of how OMP 101 formed. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, Bailey uh, Faulkner, the director of OMP, she 
um, she called me one day and asked if I wanted to go to breakfast and which isn't like super rare. Like she'll ask me to breakfast sometimes or lunch or whatever. And I was like, Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. So we met up for breakfast one day. And as I was eating pancakes, she said, you know, I've just been like thinking about OMP and just some new ideas I have. And one thought I had is about kind of creating a space where we can allow elementary age students to experience Ozark mission project. And I was like, Oh, sounds awesome. Bailey. It's good ideas. Always, you know, you always have lots of great ideas. And she was like, do you like this idea? And I said, I think that's a good idea. And she's like, great. Would you help make it happen? And I said, oh, I'm very busy, Bailey. I don't, I don't think that's a, that's a possibility. And she said, I really need you to help make it happen. And so that is how I ended up on board. Cause when Bailey asks you to do something, you do it. And yeah. so I did it. And what excited me about it is, like I said, I, I went to Ozark Mission Project for the first time um, as a, um, you know, a seventh grader. And it was such a powerful uh, piece of forming who I became as a teenager uh, and then who I would become as a college student and now as an adult. And I realized, you know, if we can instill these ideas of service and worship and relationship in these students when they are 11, 12 years old, like how much better our world could be uh, and how much richer our OMP campers will be as they age into the full week camps. And so, like I said, when Kate, when Bailey casts a vision before you, it's easy to kind of catch the excitement. And I actually really love that age camper as well. And so that was how it started was over pancakes one day. And <laughs> Uh, we helped, we put together a group of people who were also excited and interested in it. And we dreamed together and planned together. And, um, and it really kind of just came together as this, um, day camp for, for our late elementary age kids. And the first year was an incredible experience. It was so amazing. I, I had my doubts about certain parts of it, uh, just because, uh, that's an age group where you really never know how they're going to react to something. They can either be really excited about it or think they're like way too cool for it. And so we, um, but we just kind of leaned in with everything we had and, um, and we were amazed by what God could do. It was really amazing. Yeah. I was, I was so impressed. Um, because I totally agree. Like the age group, not being sure about which which way they're going to go if they're going to think everything is so cool or if they're going to think everything is so lame um but i i really was so impressed both years um with the excitement and enthusiasm the students had just about service in general and what they liked from the camp i mean we do like and did like an end of the week survey and what kind of got the best results were the projects, were the activities where they were really hands-on and could see the difference they were making, if that makes sense. And so, um, you know, one of the, I think, most remarkable things they were able to do um, both years is working with the um, Arkansas Gleaning. And uh, I think somehow they're tied to the Society of St. Andrew. Um, so, yeah, they, you know, tie all of these um mesh bags it's like a huge roll of mesh they roll it out on a table and like one side of the table the kids are all lined up they cut and the other side of the table um you know they're tying and they're able to tie you know like hundreds maybe close to a thousand bags and yeah. each bag holds 10 pounds of food so okay 
you tied a thousand bags today. Now all of this is going to hold 10,000 pounds of food that's going to someone who is food insecure. And that I think was one of the coolest things. Um, and they had so much fun doing it. You know, we're like having a competition to see um, like, oh, can boys tie more girls, you know, things like that. Um, finding ways to make service fun, but also at the end of the day, being excited because they know they helped someone. And, and I totally agree. The sooner that those values can be instilled, um, I mean, it, it's going to have a domino effect and it's just going to keep, keep growing and um, making a really big difference. So that was, I think, yeah, I think that was probably my favorite activity that they do at, at camp. It is really cool. And I think one really great part of it is that we use local nonprofits and, uh, local ministries that are that 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 are in Little Rock or in central Arkansas that they come in and they show these uh, these young people what's happening in their city and the ways that they can plug in not just this week of camp but ways that they can be involved in helping their neighbor year round uh, and it empowers these people to know that they can make a difference today they don't have to wait until they're a teenager or until they're an adult to to make a difference, to be God's hands and feet in the world. They are able to do it right now at this very minute. Uh, and I, I just loved to see the way that, um, that they could begin to imagine ways they could take it home. Like, so what would they do differently at home that week? Or what would they hope that their ministries at church, their own churches would do? Um, it, it was really, um, it just, it's just really uh, incredible to see what these young people can accomplish. Right. Yeah, and what's so cool is, is the, the aspect of the ministries being local. And so, um, you know, they're, they're not talking about things that are far away or that they aren't familiar with. Um, you know, they're looking at problems in the place that they live and how to be a part of, of the change. Um, yeah, really, really neat. And also, I mean, I, I also, this, I guess it was this past summer, we did a lot of um, like each day trying to collect an item to go to one of the local, you know, uh, agencies or nonprofits we were working with. And that was also exciting too, to see we did, we built this year, we built bookshelves for Methodist family health and we wanted to fill the bookshelves with books. Mm -hmm. And so we like asked the kids, you know, if you have any gently used books, you're not reading anymore. Um, or like if you want to go out and, and get a few new books too, that would be really great to, to send to, um, Methodist family health where they can, you know, have books to read. And I was so excited to see all of the books that they brought. I was also terrified because I knew I would have to carry them all <laughs> put them in a car. It sounds like a good idea in committee, you know? <laughs> but no, I mean, it was amazing. I like so many books. It totally filled up. We, they built six bookshelves. It filled up more than the bookshelves. Um, so, so many. Um, so again, just the, the generosity and that's just another great thing that, that they're learning. Um, so I'm, I'm not, on the committee for this coming summer. Mm -hmm. um, so I have really have no idea what's in the works or what's going on. Is there any like cool, special podcast listener only details that you want to share um, that, you know, are going to be a part of our camps this summer? So over the last couple of years of camps, we have been trying to figure out ways um, to help these young people build relationships through their service. 
And so they have had great opportunities to learn about these great nonprofits and these great ministries in Little Rock and to to be able to begin to understand uh, why our neighbors sometimes need some help. And uh, but the one thing that's been missing that's such a crucial part to OMP is like this neighbor component of how we can uh, build relationship with neighbors. And so this year we are seeking um, ways for them to actually go out and serve maybe even just in the neighborhood that the church is in okay. and so help to build a little bit more of that neighborly relationship where they can, um, that they're not, they're not only doing an act that's going to help somebody someday, but they're doing an act that's helping somebody that day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Our, um, we're exploring that as maybe a last on the last day of camp this year, as opposed to um, staying inside the church and doing things, actually finding spaces for them to go outside of the building and serve people in a more immediate way, like you do at a real Ozark Mission Project camp. Um, and so we're hoping that that's going to help them experience a crucial part of OMP, which is loving your neighbor and talking to them and getting to know them and having a devotional with them. Uh, and um, yeah, so we're really excited for that. It's new and we're not really sure exactly how it's going to work, but yeah. we're committed to it. And uh, I think it's going to really enrich the entire experience. Absolutely. Well, and it gives kids just such, um, I feel like especially this age group, they want independence so badly. And so um a lot of times I feel like there aren't um, opportunities that are offered to them that allow them to help someone on their own or to make an impact on their own. And so I think what it's really unique about OMP 101 is that they are totally able to do um, everything on their own for the week. You know, they're able to, to tie the bags or they're able to, um, you know, build the bookshelves or whatever it is. It's really tailored to their age group to let them have that sense of independence and ownership. And so that would be super exciting if they're not only able to do all of these things kind of independently, you know, for something that might make an impact, you know, that will make an impact tomorrow. But again, like for something that they are making an impact for right that moment. So that's super exciting. And and I think I, I do feel like I have you know kind of heard that from the the volunteers the past couple years is what if we could find a way um to enrich this neighbor experience or to have more of one so I'm really glad that that's kind of a a priority for this coming summer yeah we're really excited and I you know I think about this generation of kids there's this weird narrative that goes around that um that they're apathetic or that they just don't really care or they they don't try to do things on their own Uh, But I wonder how much that is, is us just not letting them care or not letting them do things on their own. And so uh, this great thing about this camp is it's their chance to find their own voice and to find their own excitement and their own passion uh, without, um, without adults doing it for them. Space where they're able to learn and grow. And and I agree with that. There is a lot more, um, you know, just, I think, with, you know, media and everything growing and now you, you know, hear all of the things that can be scary or concerning as a parent. Um, you know, there is just this nature of um, being much more watchful of children now. I mean, even when I was a kid, you know, like I would run around my neighborhood with all like my neighborhood friends. And now I can't imagine, you know, that being something that, that really goes on that much, that much. Um, so it, it is like a safe space where you're right. Kids can find their own voice and, and 
have their time of leadership. It's really, really great. Like, cause these kids, are, they're so wise. Like they come up with these incredible ideas and they're so creative uh, and they're so funny. Like, it's just, it's, it's such a joy to be with them. Uh, and, um, you know, I have three kids, but they're all little, you know? And so we're not quite in that age range yet, except maybe, maybe someday we'll start like a OMP preschool camp. We'll work uh. on <laughs> the next great idea. Okay. So love you, Share your crayons. So would you, um, you're right. You, you do have kids and, um, so you, you're a mom, but you're also like, um, have a really deep understanding of OMP and of OMP 101. So what would you say to a parent who is thinking about signing their child up for OMP 101 or is signed up, but has never sent them before? Um, what would be like your token of advice to them? Yeah, I would just say, uh, OMP 101 is a great chance for your kid to be empowered, uh, as a, as a disciple, uh, and as a human and as a leader and as a, a being a good neighbor in this world, uh, I think OMP 101 gives these young people a chance to understand that they are called by God today, not someday, uh, to love and serve their neighbor. And you see it, like you see it come alive at camp. You see it in worship. Uh, Nick Garrison is this incredible worship leader. He's the uh, he. We are so blessed by him, and he leads these kids in worship and just calls their heart out uh, and. So you see them just kind of in worship, not with their parents and not with their youth ministers, but by themselves worshiping God. Uh, and then you see them explore the concepts behind poverty and um, injustice in the world. And they have ideas and thoughts and experiences that 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 they are processing in that place, but also that, that, that they proclaim in that place. Like they have ideas about how the world should be and how it should be more fair. Uh, and then we get to turn that worship and that learning into service and say, hey, guys, like it's not we are not just called to love God and we are not just called to know about our neighbor. We are called to love our neighbor uh, yeah, with that yeah. same love. And they do it and they do it in such cool ways. It's just so fun. Um, I so my first year I, I got to kind of lead the camp last year. The, the listeners should know this. Last year I had my um, third baby boy on the first day of camp. And Alyssa had to step in um, uh, pretty last minute. I think I called her a few days beforehand and said, it looks like the baby's coming. And um, and she stepped in and just I took the papers that I had written and created a beautiful camp experience. I only heard rave reviews. Um, but it's just that fun, though, that, that um, I mean, I was – I was so appreciative of Alyssa, but I was also like, I hope she's getting the same blessing that I got my first year leading these kids because it's such an incredible experience. It is. And I mean, I totally agree with you in worship. They, I mean, it, it is just the most beautiful yeah. worship. I mean, you know, you're, I would stand in the back, you know, while they were singing. And I mean, you just see these kids like they're dancing and they're lifting their hands. And I mean, they just, they can fully express themselves in this worship and they're not worried about like oh what are you know the people in the row behind me think or anything like that I mean they are just truly worshiping and it it's it it, it demonstrates you know how we are all called to have this childlike faith and so I mean for for me to 
be able to witness that was was just amazing and the, I mean the kids are all just so sweet they have hearts of gold like the second day I I remember I came in and I sat down um and worship was about to start and the little girl next to me and she says good morning Alyssa and I was like oh, good morning and she said how did you sleep <laughs> oh gosh I was like I slept really well how did you sleep me out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness it was so funny though so I like feel selfish at camp because I feel like I'm getting this these like glimpses of these people's children and I you know and I like I want their parents to be able to see every piece of this because yeah. I mean these parents could see their kids worship like this or to serve like this um I just think their pride would be through oh. the um, they would know that they were doing good stuff at home because um, it is these kids, they, these kids really kind of become their best selves at this place because we create, hopefully create an environment where they, they feel safe to do that. They feel safe to worship with their whole hearts and to serve sincerely and to hang out with their friends in a really fun and honest and authentic way. And so it's a cool space for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. So basically summary of everything we've said OMP 101 is the coolest and send your kids um get involved there I'm sure volunteer opportunities um to, to be a part of it and actually that that would be great would you share a little bit about um ways that you know people are able to volunteer with OMP 101 or you know just kind of what those different capacities look like absolutely yeah we always need some extra hands uh during the days of camp and so this year we're doing it a little differently. We're doing, uh, as opposed to two, last week we did two weeks of camp, both in the morning. And this week year we're doing it um, a morning session and an afternoon session. So two different sessions of camp. And it's just always good to have some extra hands around uh, at the different, um, in their different service areas. Uh, and just to kind of help make sure everybody's moving in the right direction. Uh, we also always need help with snacks. Kids eat a lot, they're hungry. And so, we always need help with donations for snacks and then also helping serve the snacks. And uh, finally, there's a lot of times we just need some supplies. We need supplies for the different activities they're doing. And so if you can't physically be there, uh, you can um, you can donate toward OMP 101 or contact the OMP office and we can give you some ways that some of the stuff we need. And right. finally, we always need like prayers. <laughs> we, we believe in the power of prayer and uh, we can use all the prayers you can give us now and all the way leading up and through camp we we need uh people uh to be lifting up not just the staff and not just the volunteers but especially the hearts of those kids while they're there absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. well Brittany, thank you so much for um sharing just one like your time and your talents and yourself with ozark mission project and um like the whole wide world but also you know thank you for for making time to talk with me today um on the past few podcasts, we've been kind of ending with a prayer. And so I was wondering if you would pray for OMP 101 and for all of our listeners today. Yeah, sure thing. Okay, great. God, I just give you thanks for the way that, that you work in this world through small dreams that become big ministries for for our passions that become action and for our love that becomes relationships. Uh, I ask your blessing upon the continued planning and registration and especially the living out of OMP 101. 
transform the hearts of those young people that they may know that they are they are not someday your disciples they are not someday your children but that they are your disciples your servants your hands and feet today that they can do amazing and world-changing things today and just be with us god be with each person listening to this podcast that they too may know that that they are not someday disciples that they are not someday hands and feet but today today they can change the world thank you for this call a call made manifest through your son jesus christ amen amen Thank you so much, Brittany. Thanks. I love OMP. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.